It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theater, streaming, classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray. So have you seen Thor more than once yet, Murray? Matter of fact, I have. I figured you had. Well, I had to go back for the collector cup. Ah, the collector cup. So you had cup. a multiple Thorgasm. Wow. Thorgasm. I would have laid no odds on the fact that you would have seen it more than once because there's just no way. There's no way you're coming into this podcast without at least one repeat screening. Well, I saw it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you think you'll see it one more time in the theater, or are you well, going to wait until... I only had two days off, and one of them was the Stampede, so yeah, maybe. Maybe. Right. Might go a third time, you never know. You should. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Thorgasms. Who doesn't love them? Well, thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible movie. And you know what? We're going to do it because we're whores for movies. Now, let's get to raging. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know why I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Streaming, Jim. Even Murray didn't do any streaming I on the weekend. Watch cartoons. Unless there's naked people. Yes. Which this did not have. Alright. So Mike Judge reunites us with a couple of old friends after 24 years with Beavis and Butthead. Do the universe. If you were waiting for a sequel to Do America, then you probably have already seen this. And if you're not waiting for a sequel, then you probably won't watch this. Could possibly be. Um, you know, when it was good, it was very, very good. Uh, problem with this, though, is it had so many subplots and so much going on. It's like, 
It's Beavis and Butthead. Can we not just simplify it a little bit? <laughs> but they did the universe. They sure did. And yeah, my problem with it was it, there was too much going on. Um, I just needed, you know, Butthead booting Beavis in the balls, which we got plenty of. Oh, yeah. Like there was a whole five minute sequence where he was just stomping just, on just him. Just straight. And that was good stuff. And the uh, science fair was fantastic. The best science fair I've ever been to. But then it got dragged down by future Beavis and future Butthead. And I kind of like there was There was just too much going on. Um, I needed to be more simple. At the end of the day, though, it's Beavis and Butthead. If you like Beavis and Butthead, you're going to love this movie. If you don't... You're going to hate this movie. You're going to hate this movie. Well, you're probably not even going to watch this movie. Yeah, you would This is one of those movies that's catered to those who are waiting for this and appreciate it. And they're like, oh my God, it's a Beavis and Butthead movie. I gots to watch it. Gots to. Nobody else is going to watch it. So I was one of those that was waiting for it. It was a little too convoluted for me. Beavis and Butthead does not need to be convoluted. (laughs) So it was meh, but it was very high meh because there was a lot of Mondo in it. Oh yeah. I agree. So many influences in the last, would you say 20 years? 24. 24 years in this film. There was like so many uh, pop culture references in this Mm -hmm. that just made it fun as you're going along the ride. And as for plots go, it's actually better than most science fiction plots that we normally get. You know, two idiots trying to score, listening to vintage metal and going to prison. Yes. Right? Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Our friends, Beavis and Butthead. And Cornholio. And Cornholio are going to space. But the only problem, unlike most sequels, when the series goes to space, this one doesn't suck. Yes. Let's face it. If they haven't matured since the pervs they were when we last saw them, and thanks, Mike Judd, for keeping them pervy and pure. Yes. That makes us, I'm going to say us, plural, mm-hmm. the luckiest man alive. So good. <laughs> I did find it fitting that only Mike Judd could return to the present to properly explain the multiverse, though, and completely make fun of the fact that everyone is doing the multiverse. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead were at the top of their game through most of this. It's stupid and immature, so I laughed a lot at it and a lot with it. But let's face it, this is not an artistic masterpiece. It's a 90s teenage cartoon that my body and mind won't let me forget getting stoned and watching for hours on MTV. So if you like the Rude Boys, you'll be like me. I liked it. It was meh. (laughs) But it was a good time. The best part was... Cornholio! Yeah. Doing Cornholio in prison! Yeah, the whole thing I'm waiting for. I need TP for my bunghole! There's gots to be some cornholio. Have you seen my bunghole? I am the great cornholio. I I need TP for my bunghole. TP for my bunghole. Ah, can you do no more? Can you see my bunghole? It's so good. And everybody in prison. And you know what? He, he, he made us wait quite a while for it. Yes. I was like, if this, if there's not a Cornholio episode in this, I may this may turn to a rage pretty quickly. Yes, but thank you, Mike Judge. But butthead, that we got some butthole. Yes. And Cornholio comes through with a crunch. It's 
good time. Yeah, I'm. I'm not upset. I watched it. No. And and I rented um, Paramount Plus for a month for ninety nine cents. There you go. I couldn't even. I couldn't even rent that movie for ninety nine cents. No. So I can go back and watch it. What a bargain! Every time Murray sees Thor, I'm going to go back and watch Beavis and Butthead. There you go. There's a challenge. Challenge. Just message me, Murray, and say I've watched it again. Say, I gotta stop. Right, I'll, I'll stop Beavis what I'm. Butthead. I'll stop what I'm doing, and I'll go back and watch it. Yeah. Already, the moment—the moment you've all been waiting. For. Every listener of Film Rage podcast has been waiting to hear the amount of thorgasm or that Murray has delivered. Or dreading depends who they are. Oh, what? What? Oh, not everyone likes Thor. I don't know anybody Quiet who doesn't taste. like Thor. Yeah, he's okay. All he's right. likable. He's fine. So, Thor. God, love, and thunder. God, love, and thunder. God, love, yeah. and thunder. Yeah. Uh, just love and thunder. There but he's go. a god, so he god. A god. God, love, and thunder. Exactly. Foster. Uh, Thor enlists the help of Valkyrie, Korg, and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster to fight Gore the God Butcher, who intends to make the gods extinct. Pretty much all you need to know about the plot. It might surprise you, too. But I didn't love this film. What? Huh. Believe me, I wanted to. I've been looking forward to this movie for the last two years. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's Thor. And I absolutely loved a lot about it. Nice. Before I get into that, here's the stuff I didn't like. Uh, uh oh, Raggy. First off, the music. I like the music. I hate, 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 hate Guns N' Roses. There you go. I love them. Well, then you're not going to like the music. Axl Rose is a dick. It's true. It's a that's well-known true, fact. <laughs> that's absolutely so that true. So that makes but me hate the music even but more. he's a talented dick. <laughs> Whatever. No, he's not. He screeches. That's all he does. Yeah, um, that's I knew from the trailer there would be some music. I just didn't think they would use every single damn hit they ever had in, no, the, not, in the movie. Not quite. There was like at least seven or eight songs. There was. They had more it's hits. It's the only ones that. that I know of. Um, second up, my man, Russell Crowe, yes. who is on my mesmerized for life. I love it's pretty true. much everything he does. Uh, he was still mesmerizing in this film, but mm-hmm. for the wrong reasons. That accent, O-M-G. He was Greek. I get it. Zeus was a Greek god. He's Greek. He doesn't need the accent to prove it. It's true. They could have hired a Greek god. And a lot of that too. And maybe he should have done a few workouts with Hemsworth. Because uh, that armor don't fit anymore. <laughs> I get it. He's in the same country as Taika. But it's like, you know what? Cast somebody maybe younger and in better shape. Um, yeah, okay, there was that some bother there was some bad CGI. And I didn't love the army of CLFs. <laughs> that idea could only come from Disney. Yep. Also didn't like that ending. Although it was nice to see the mini Hemsworth come into her own. That's his daughter, by the way, in case you didn't know it. In real life? Yeah, that was his daughter. Sweet. And, and the end credits sucked. Not worth the wait, FYI. Okay, the good stuff. 
two everything thor- else. Two Thors. Two Thors. Was there two, Marie, or there was. was there three? I don't know. There's only two. Is there a third one somewhere? I wasn't counting. At the end, there was a third one. Not really. But Baby Thor. Baby, Baby Thor. Baby Thor. Baby Thor. Anyway, and screaming space goats. Yeah. This awesome. is the best part of the movie. Korg. Still awesome. Two hammers. Which Thor is in love with both of them. So that was a love triangle for the ages. <laughs> and of course, Christian Bale at his finest. I mean, Batman versus Thor? Pretty cool. Doesn't get any better than that. Well, maybe Henry Cavill as Zeus. Maybe would have been better. Maybe. Uh, the good far outweighed the bad. And it's Thor. So it's a low, 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 low. Mondo. It's a low. I, I enjoyed it a it's lot. On more. the cusp. I enjoyed it a lot more the second time. There's it's no, on the cusp of high. Of high no mass. such thing as uh, a low mondo. Yes, there is. So if you can have it's a high mass, I can have a low mondo. I, I agree. So there, there is a low mondo. There is no low Beavis, mondo. It's a hundred percent. It's, Which one are you? We have different levels of Mondo because some exactly. movies are still more Mondo than another movie. So this is the lowest may, of Mondos. It may not make my top five of the year, but it was still a Mondo. But it's not going to make me. his bottom five. And I would never give it a Mac because it's Thor. Exactly. Anyway. He had... Okay, so here's the question. We know you've went twice to the cinema. Yes. How many actual Thorgasms did you have at the cinema? The first time, only a few. Okay. Second time, multiple. You said you, so you had a multiple thorgasm. So did Second you? Time. Did you bring a towel? No, he had his clothes on. I, I had napkins. Walks out, squishy. Oh, fair enough. Just walks out all squishy like. No, I, it, it was, I enjoyed it, but yeah, much like Dark World, it was an inferior sequel. Mm. Well, what do you say, Bryce? Well, I can't wait for this. I am just. It's yeah. a superhero movie, it's, so uh, it's mad. Yeah, well, that's exactly. also, that's pretty much my review. I mean, I'll just say that I'm a little disappointed that Taka's like just like I've been joked lately that he's like full blown Disney. He's been I think he sold out to Disney. He's, I think he's, he's got he is, the virus. He has sold his soul to Disney. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. It makes me a little sad. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm. You know what? You guys can talk about this movie all you want. I got very little to say about it. It was a superhero movie, so it was mad. Did it have some good parts? Yeah. But most of it was just ho-hum, and there were some there was some very good stuff in it, but it's just mixed in with so much nothing. So it was meh, and I am disappointed that this was a Takawatiti movie because I expect so much from him. And he delivered in little little bite-sized pieces here and there, but yep. as an overall project, yep. this was not a Taco Atiti film. Like no. you put this next to Boy. Boy. <laughs> even Boy. Exactly. Jojo and it Rabbit. Does, not just even Boy. Well, you put it against Jojo Rabbit and it's, it's just, like it's like it's, it's like, like this is the same film. It's maker? like gonna be crushed by Thor's hammer. No. <laughs> Thor's hammer comes after Jojo Rabbit and it shatters into saying. a million pieces. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. So yeah, no, this was a this was a disappointing map because I really had high expectations because I'm of the mind if Takawatiti is involved with a project, I'm gonna love it and I can't say that anymore. No. Well, we'll go. We'll maybe have to talk about him later on our because uh, he's been Disneyfied. Well, I still think he may be. I don't know what the list undoubted. Like. Well, oh, no, we'll take a look. He's doing a new Star Wars movie too, so that's going to be a sad day in yeah, hell so that he like makes I said, that. He's Disneyfied, which is too bad. Yeah. Well, 
if you love Guns N' Roses. Yes, I do. Get ready to rock. And by rock, listen to them all the time during this movie. Yes. The battles are epic, and the FX is epic. The cameos are epic, and the visuals are also pretty epic. The best thing about this movie, though, as we've already talked about, is the screaming goats. Was it? Was it? It was by far the best thing in this movie. Uh, I was very much. A lot. (laughs) Well, hold on, Buttercup. Uh, I was very much in a quandary going into this film, as on one hand. We have Taco Watiti, the undisputed champion of Thor directors. And we have Chris Helmsworth, the undisputed Thor of awesomeness himself. And then on the other hand, we have a superhero movie, which for the most part, for me now, are slowly becoming a rage pretty much every single time. Unless, of course, they are made in Norway, apparently, because those are the only Mondo superhero movies I'll be giving out probably for a little while. There were so many funny scenes in this for the first half of the movie, but by the time we got to the middle of the story, the overly forced campiness, which was a little funny at the beginning of the film, started to wear very thin. True. And with all the stupidity and campiness, it was hard to take the project seriously. I felt it as though it was trying way too hard, almost parroting itself. And it seems fake with its intent as it's doing it too much winking at the camera there was too much winking at the camera all the way through the first half of this film plus we haven't seen or heard of jane for so long but what i remember of her is that first off she was never funny actually brilliant but apparently she was being portrayed in this to be funny or stupid for most of the movie The new iteration of herself in this film basically negated everything from her previous arc, which really bothered me. Because I'm like, I hate that. It's like you take on a whole new, but she's still the same character. If you're gonna, if if they want us to rewatch these movies over and over and over again, when you watch her last movie in this, you're gonna go, what? Yeah. Like, what exactly is happening? She's a completely different person. I get it. People change and grow, but she didn't all of a sudden become funny. That's it. Just no. it bothered me. Another issue she, she, is she had her sidekick that was funny. Uh, What's her head? Kick? Yeah, they should have had Dennis. her. She was the she comedy. Was there for like 10 she seconds. was a comedy relief. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you. She was uncredited. What is her name in the movie? I know she's Cat Dennings, but she's somebody. Um, another issue, like most superhero movies by Disney, they had to throw in, as Marie's already alluded to, a bunch of CLFs to appeal to the merchandising market. Which really made zero sense for this whole movie. Yeah. And also, but how many dollars? Like a studio who owns two of the most popular film franchises has to do crossover symmetry by making our heroes have force like powers that they didn't really work like they have in previous movies. Yeah. When the comedy bits landed, they were really landing. But our parody trio thespians. Where, other than the goats, we're pretty much the best part of the comedy side of this. Cork was also funny. Cork's Cork's always great. Cork's the best. Um, Yeah. So upon weighing the good and the bad in this, the new Thor had to offer. Yes. I will quote my favorite characters in this film. Mm. The goats. All right. And what does a goat say? Meh. 
It does. But really screaming loud. Yes. There you go. I I thought that the the first part of this, it was I was almost uncomfortable at how campy it was. It was very campy. I didn't think they needed the even needed the Guardians and the Galaxy in it. They were a waste. They didn't even have yeah, they were, they were all the characters good. in it. They, they were, were just like, well, here's I mean, a, was, we can only hire a couple of them. So it, it was a good scene, but yeah, I don't know why they were I mean, other than the fact that the end of what the last Avengers, he went off with them, so you knew he was with them. Yeah, he could have just but seen them waving and dropping him off somewhere. Yeah, I guess. That whole scene was a waste. I don't know. Raccoon was still good, and, and the goats were on the ship eating everything. That was kind of funny. Yeah, but they, they had the goats all through the movie. They were no, there. They were more to the them. transportation. That's when they met them. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. so what? They could that could have been taken two minutes. It was that that whole scene made it felt not important it was pretty short but yeah it was a cameo and it was just another way for them to do some more campy stuff and the scenes between jane and thor seemed really forced the whole flashback with their relationship because obviously there wasn't there wasn't one yeah flashback montages the best times are terrible yeah yeah, like basically the end of dark world maybe they were together for like a half a minute but then you know the avengers stuff started happening so yeah yeah they, they didn't have any time together he was never on the planet. Apparently, they did because we had a flashback that yeah. seemed to be covering a lot of that time. Was li- that was twenty minutes of the film. That was a flashback. That was been uncomfortable. And the whole, the entire scene when they go to God Kingdom or whatever the fuck yeah, that place was, yeah. was the worst thing I've ever seen yeah. in a Disney movie it was ever. Bad. It, it was, was like, first off, what the hell? What about the God of Dumplings? The mesmerizing. You know, <laughs> the God of Dumplings was pretty funny, but that was. But that, and then again, it's like. The, These the are the humor most powerful hit for the most part, but there was just so much that there was, was so much in between no, it. There well, was just like, ugh. and and the and the movie itself, like like it was like almost it cut at the middle, and then it said, "Well, we can't have any more funny bits. We have yeah, to be serious fun, now." Fun's over, so now fun's it's over, and and the whole scene with the whole like these are supposed to be the most powerful gods. Yeah. And they're just gonna watch they're, them they're there useless. as he's gonna as they're gonna yeah, the whole like nobody's gonna grab him when he's trying to fight Zeus like yeah, it's yeah just... the only one who had any kind of power was Zeus and he was a joke yeah like he's supposed to be the king of their gods or whatever and I didn't see anybody else around like he's supposed to have a whole bunch now did did you guys watch um, Thunderstruck? The before this one, whatever it is, the Thor, the Thor before this one, Ragnarok, Ragnarok. yeah, that one, <laughs> many, many times. But yeah, yeah so I saw. So the last in comparison three, to Thunderstruck, yeah. this, Ragnarok, like yes. that one was so well balanced oh, and yeah. so funny. It was, it was. super it was, mondo. It was. It was. And, it was. And, and he went through a lot of shit in that movie. Yeah. Yes, like yeah. his dad died, his planet blew up, his like, sister tried and to it kill was all, him. Everything was just so well eye. balanced in yeah, that movie. And the humor, yeah. We had the humor. We had the serious stuff. We had the action. It was all very, very well balanced. It was a well-made film. No, it was. That's why this one was just all over the map. That's why I was so looking forward to this one. And it just, he just, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't all him. Maybe Disney had a lot of input on what time. Who knows? They're sprinkling kids in movies. That that's it for me for superhero movies. Yeah, you keep saying that. Apparently, you're almost convincing me it's a rage, but it wasn't. It was no, because there was enough funny parts and there was enough goat. There was enough goat in this for my liking. It's not the goat, never enough, but there was enough goat. There's never enough goat. (sighs) What else did we see? Uh, Something else. I don't know. We saw, yes, a movie called Fourth of July. We did now. 
First off, if you're going to go to a Louis C.K. film mm. where he has his hands all over it, yep. you were kind of expecting he's going to pull his dick out somewhere and ask for you if it's okay. Yeah, I thought at one point when he just like kind of just break the fourth wall, go to the camera, unzip his pants and show his penis and That's, say, look at it. Yeah, exactly. Look at me. Is look this okay? Myself. Is, Is this okay? okay? But he never did that. He never did that once. That made, so, that made no sense to me. So as soon as we didn't get much more of Louis C.K., I was pretty no. sure we weren't going to uh, see that. Five yeah. minutes. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, neurotic musician Jeff, living his best Woody Allen neurotic life, yeah, visits our director, producer, writer, Louis C.K., mm. as his psychologist or psychiatrist yes. um, to help him with his neurosis centering around his family and past. Yes. Some of the dialogue in this was very well written, as was some of the interplay with some of the relationships, like with Louis C.K. or his wife. Those two characters in the film and the interplay with Jeff were fantastic. Mm. But once he gets to his parents' house for the quote-unquote 4th of Fourth July, July weekend, weekend. Yeah. the script, direction, and acting started to fall apart. The scenes that needed to be powerful came off weak, especially with Jeff and his mom and with Jeff and his uncle. This film of family dynamics we have seen way too many times before, and unfortunately, the power that the scenes should have given off came off as weak due to the acting and the direction flaws. The humor in this was outstanding when there was it. And I think if the script and acting was tightened up and they had a better director, this could have been great. But otherwise, I like the concept and the comedy, but the acting and the dra dramatic direction let me down. It, st it was still a math for me, but uh, I, there, there's a lot in the middle of this that was just, it, it should, it, it, I think the writing could have been strong. But the direction, I think, is there what was, fell down. There was glimpses of strong writing in it. Right? It just, it just couldn't connect to another scene. But I think that's writing. the direction problem. I think it, oh, that's part of it, it, if, sure. if they would have been able to get a director for this, mm. as opposed to a writer, I think mm. it might have been better. What does Murray think? Murray didn't see this one, did you? Oh, you did. That's right. Beside you. <laughs> you didn't want to see you this, didn't, though, did you? Didn't you didn't hear the snoring? Yeah, I did hear the snoring. Well, I happened to have the night off, but I was coming off night shifts. So I didn't have a lot of sleep. But I'm glad you did. And it was like 9.30 at night. But yeah, no, I saw it. Because uh, of that Louis C.K. And I recognized a couple other names. There were comics. So that one came. Even kind of funny, right? Um, it's not a good sign when you can't stand the main character. <laughs> <laughs> this guy annoyed the crap out of me, and now I know why, because you just compared him to Woody Allen. I don't like watching him act either. Um, I wanted to punch him out for the first half of the movie. <laughs> huh. His family was even worse. And his dad, his dad was just creepy. I love his dad. Movie, I loved I, his dad. The whole movie, I just I kept waiting for the chainsaw. It's like, please tell me there's a chainsaw <laughs> in the garage somewhere where he takes the, you know, his is what he called Black and Decker to the whole family because that would have made it better. Um, yeah. Every bad thing you've heard about people from Boston was on display here. I have friends in Boston. They don't act like that. Although, whenever you see a sporting event or somebody from Boston in the movies with the accent, like the South Boston or whatever, yeah. they all act like this. Like, people I say New Yorkers are bad. Yeah, I thought it was South. But, uh, yeah. I said, think they were from Boston. I didn't quite see enough sports logos on their clothes during the movie to 
know for sure, but mm. I think they were from Boston. Well, I think I think the takes place in Maine. Yeah, but that, that's their summer. Home. It's pretty pretty so close. Yeah, like yeah. the you know Red Sox, Celtics, Bruins. Yeah. Everybody was wearing those shirts. The only like, oh, yeah, we yeah. get it. They're from Boston. <laughs> These nice. most of them were. The one Italian guy might be from New York. I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, considering there were a bunch of comics in there, it wasn't very funny. Uh, I had some good dramatic moments. Uh, once the main character actually grew a spine. Um, yeah, it was just a man. Like you right. said, it was it was just it wasn't wasn't focused at all. It was just all over the place. Hmm. All right, little buckaroo. Buckaroo. Okay. Fourth of July. That's what we're talking about, right? Yep. It's also a holiday in the U.S. So I hear. Fourth of July starts out strong. It has some good dialogue sprinkled throughout. There are a few very well-written, impactful scenes. But overall, this was amateur hour as Louis C.K. shows his greenness as a director. There are some gimmicky, ineffective use of color saturation, as well as some very obvious continuity errors throughout. Oh, God. <laughs> they are wearing glasses from one angle, and then the, the angle changes, and now their glasses are on the table. Then they are magically back on their face when the angle changes again. There is no attention to detail, and that proves distracting from start to finish. Adding to the frustration is the fact that this is one of the most uneven films that I've ever seen. We get an amazingly well-written scene followed by some uninspired scenes that do not seem at home in this movie. We get a couple of great performances alongside some really, really bad ones. When the film is good, it is really good. But when it is bad, it is truly awful. I believe there's a good movie in this attempt, but too much amateurish acting and directing, regrettably, makes this a rage. Okay, you couldn't wow. give any forgiveness. I was actually being nice. <laughs> well, you can I, rage too, Mark. I wasn't crazy about it either, but I thought, well, I, it, for me, I didn't care enough to rage about it, but it just, it was mad. But yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't. I, I can see how you could rage about it, because yeah. I, I didn't hate I it. I didn't really it's, enjoy most of it. Like, the, I'm sorry, if you're, if you're getting a movie released in a theater, it can't be this amateur. This yeah. is, this is a freaking high school project, the yeah. way this was directed. <laughs> Yo, and what it, was with the, the stupid color saturation when when he's like feeling different emotions? Like it was bad. It was just that terribly done. Filter on. Garbage. Filter off. Yeah, no. Filter on. For me, it was Filter all about the main off. character. I just, like the main actor guy, I just, I, I didn't like him. Like such, he just, I didn't mind Such him. a contrast no, between just, the, the ability of the actors. Like I've never seen such a chasm between ability and my life in a movie yeah there were so many that were they were just bad like bad acting yeah. really bad acting yeah and then you get a couple they're really good yeah and there's just it was not good it well, was just of, not a good there's movie. two scenes that i'm reminded of this movie kind of is the same one was um she's out of my league i think is with jay baruchel mm. when he brings his hot girlfriend back to meet his family and they're basically all assholes. It's like, that's basically his family. Yeah. And then the other one was uh, the fighter. When yeah. They, when they go to meet all his, like his 20 sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, were they actually actors or were they actually real people? Because that's what these people, like his family in this movie, they seem like they were actually just real people with no acting experience. Yeah. Like they were actually real people. They just people. said, go ad lib yeah. what you would do go, at a 4th of July go, go, go party. Your, go find your cousins and your sister and we'll put them in the movie. Yeah. 
Well, I, I recognized most of them. And I only recognized the one. They've done better than what they did in this well, movie. And once guy, again, that's probably a reflection of the director. So well, Louis C.K., go ahead and write all the movies you want. Just don't direct, don't direct them anymore. Them, yeah. Well, but Or get better quick. Uh, but you maybe, know, the, maybe go direct some TV. This is this isn't his, this isn't his first movie though. No. Oh, what was his? First I mean, movie? after all, I think he did Pootie Tang. Did he direct <laughs> Pootie Tang? I'm just checking right now. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is he in? Is this the acting? Hold on. What are you talking about? Uh, well, no, he couldn't have done it. He I'm just. Like, I looked at acting. He was in it. Sorry. He's not directing Pootie Tang. Are you crazy? <laughs> no, he was in Pootie maybe Tang. Yes. Maybe he wrote it. Oh Hold my on. goodness. I'm looking at direction right now. He directed not Pootie Tang. Oh, wait. What's this? I don't think he directed anything, but maybe he did. What he did directed he direct? Pootie Tang. <laughs> did he really? He really did. There you go. Yes. What is going on? Maybe he should so, direct movies anymore. So, well, maybe... Is that Being the out only of the other game. thing he's directed? Like, no, he's done. He has quite a few things, actually. Really? Probably a few yeah, TV but, shows But apparently he's been out of practice for a while. Well, since the whole incident, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few things he's done. Yeah. Not movies. But he should make stick to comedies, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He's got 32 direction credits. I mean, are some of them are stand-up stuff. TV, but yeah. Yep. A TV special? Yeah. The Louis C.K. story? That's why yeah. I said. Just movies. What? How many feature films? I, I Love directed? You, Daddy. That's another one. I've heard of that I'm one. I'm not going to list off his whole list. He's got He's got stuff in there. Just nothing good, basically. Not nothing. Another TV special, TV he's special, got, it's movie. All his, it's all his movie, TV his movie. He's done a movie for HBO. So he's done. He did Pootie Tang. I didn't really find him funny, to be honest. I don't know what everybody else does. I actually he did Pootie Tang. Yeah. There you anyway, go. yeah. So there it was Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Two mans in a rage. Yeah. It's almost a full house. Full house. You ready? Yeah, I was born ready. I can't wait to hear what's on the Merman Minute. Oh, you might you might guess. Your favorite Thor movies in order? Khan! Nice. That's James Khan. Oh, right. Who passed away last week. Yes. Age of 82. Mm. I believe we've talked about him a few times recently. We have, recently, yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the last 10, 15 years of his career, not so good. But we can't forget, he did bring us a lot of joy. Too. He did. Oh, yeah. Ironically, misery. Yeah. How much joy in that? <laughs> Obviously, the joy we got from misery. Uh, yes. Even Elf. Yeah. Yep. The Godfathers. Yeah. Uh, Queen Bees. <laughs> the original yeah. Rollerball. <laughs> Mm. Brian's song. Nice. There you go. So he did a lot of good stuff too. And 82, I guess he finally decided, oh, I'm going to stop acting, so I'll just die. But, well, I don't yeah. think he decided that. Maybe I think he just did die. Well, maybe he, just he got up one morning. He's like, like yeah, hey, I'm done. I'm done. Because he's James Caan. Yeah. He does what he wants. He can take he he can wants take to die, charge. he'll die. I'm like, that's he it. I'm dying. He takes Boom. charge. Anyway, so 82, he died last week. It's just sad. It is. That's all I got. So what? Okay. So what was your favorite James Con performance? My favorite performance is not a movie. I think I told you this already. Five seasons of my favorite. I I'm a favorite all time TV show, but recent all time TV show was Las Vegas because it was set in Las Vegas, mm. and he played the manager, president of the casino, and he was the same hard ass that he was in The Godfathers and stuff. And yeah, he had to. 
you know, hot blonde for a wife, which Cheryl Ladd, I think it was. And his daughter nice. was also hot. She was dating his uh, protege. And yeah, it was fun. Every week there was guest stars and he was good. Like, at it. like the love boat? Kind of like the love boat, but it was in a casino. But in Vegas. It was in a casino. And they huh. sub criminals and stuff. He was good in it. He played a hard ass. But yeah, I like that. It was good. But anyway. What about you, Grace? They can think of. I got nothing. 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 He was good. Didn't like him things. at all. I liked him and I Lots liked him stuff. in everything, but he never. I don't have one standout performance that goes me. That's ah, the quintessential James Con performance. No, I don't have that. He he did have a lot of um, like strong cop type roles though, mm-hmm. right? Like as you look through his his um, his repertoire of what he's done. Actually, I really did love him in Misery. I think that. Yeah. As much as Kathy Bates, she got actually I think got the Oscar that yeah, year for him. He he could he could have definitely taken it away. Mm, yeah, okay. James Con, we're pouring go. one out for you, buddy. There you go. Rest in peace. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Summer heated rage. Summer heat is upon us. Yeah. Um, I have a double rage this week. So the first rage should become as no surprise. But stop putting fucking kids in fucking superhero movies. It's it's not good. It ruins the story. And I don't care how much you're trying to make off merchandising. Just make some superhero movies without having to put kids in there. It's just annoying. So that's my first part of my rage. Second part of my rage is Taka. Why are you letting me down now? I want to see more projects you're doing outside of Disney. Because that's where you shine. That's my rage. Wish I could disagree with you, but I can't. Yeah, well, it, I don't know. This whole CLF things are just... And the fact it's like when Disney gets their hooks on you... It's kind of like yeah, they sold your soul to the devil, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's much. now now that's he's too Disney. He's not the first. Uh, my boy Ron Howard, same thing. I love him a lot, but he never should have done solo. Yeah, one of the worst things he ever did. It anyway. was it was well. He he kind of tried to save it as best he, tried he to could. Tried to save it, but, but it was still bad. Yeah, but, yeah. It was a blemish. <laughs> not forever tarnished himself. Yeah. Sure he's still awake. Are you awake there, little buckaroo? My rage this week is the same as Jim's. It's Disney Taco TD. I don't need to see you making any more Disney movies. I know you're probably going to make like, I don't know, two or three a year or whatever. They're he gonna. might do his own stuff too. I hope you do. I know you've got some stuff in production. I'm interested to see who actually is producing these movies because if it's Disney, I'm going to just gag. 
Um, but yeah, there's talk. Of, if you're going to make a Disney movie, make it good. I know you've got it in you. Yeah, you've done it already once. Did it once. Yeah. So I don't know what happened this time, but uh, that is my rage, the new Disney Taka. And so just just so you know what he's in development with, mm. so just so that we'll all be depressed for the rest of our lives after today's episode. Yeah. He's making a movie called Oompa Loompas, which is obviously Disney. Are you kidding me? Yep. Oh, it's in God. development. He's doing an untitled Takawatiti Netflix Roald Dahl project, which I love Roald which Dahl. Is, but it's also Willy Wonka. Which, but it's as a separate line item. Oh. <laughs> He's doing something called the Tour, which I'm hoping isn't Disney. Yeah. He's. It looks like he may be redoing Time Bandits. Oh. Which I mean, it's one of the best films that Gilliam ever did. So. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to improve on it. He's, no, don't. Don't touch it. Don't touch Time exactly. Bandits. Well, and I hope that that's not Disney. He's doing a movie which I think is a ride at Disney called Tower of Terror. Oh, yeah, no. It is. It is. Yeah. He's doing a... No. Yeah. It's no. Happening. Okay, that's my rage. As he's a making, director. He's making amusement park ride movies now. Yep, that's my. There's only one thing, week. only thing, one thing worse than that, and that's board game movies. Oh, for crying out! He's also looks like he may be remaking Akira. Oh, he's good. got an un, an untitled Takawatiti Star Wars film. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, he's making one of those. Yeah. So, um, if Taka was on our undoubted list, I don't uh, know that he's he would not survive be. it. Yeah. He wouldn't survive it. He's not going to survive with that stuff. No. I guess he's lying in his pocket, so... Uh, yeah, well. He's got to eat. I guess he's got to feed, so. feed his kids. Rage. Subsiding. Pulse. Slowing. Anger fading. Your dog is cute. Your kids are adorable. And your cat really does look good in that tutu. But there's only so many times you can talk about how cool velociraptors are or how much you want to rub that fuzzy belly. How about a podcast with extraordinary people and scintillating conversation? It's The Derek Duvall Show. Find it at DerekDuvallShow.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. And no, I will not be attending your cat's quinceanera. I still think that sounds like a Mexican dessert. Tequila. So. So. Just to talk a little about, we're back on our lists of trying to get people off our mesmerizing list because apparently Bryce said there's 300,000 of them on there. (laughs) So. I get halfway through the list, I'm counting them and I lose count. That's right. And he has to start counting again and he's only got five fingers and five toes. Count that high, so. That's right. I've actually got 10 fingers and 10 toes. What? Yeah. I can't call you Stumpy anymore? Uh, you can if you'd like, but it's It's not, not for your fingers. It, it doesn't make any sense. Oh. Well, there's other reasons why I call you Stumpy. Wink, wink. So, the biggest problem we have this week, other than I was super glad I got to rewatch Hail Caesar, mm. was that we really only had two minutes oh, was it? of Francis McDormand. Oh, yeah. So, 
Unfortunately, and we got two times the Tilda Swinton. That's right. She <laughs> played two different characters. That's right, and she was brilliant as both. Yes, but I I could make an argument that the two minutes of Frances McDormand was actually you could make, you could make that argument was more powerful, but mm, it still doesn't count because make that, it wasn't. Folks I think we would have been fine minutes. then. They're both they both would have stayed on had that. Yeah, well, because I would have said McDormand and you would have said Swinton. So it's, yeah. it's I, they were thing. both great. But I know there's Swinton. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so what would what would you have rated Hail Caesar? Because we haven't talked about this on the show before. So what would you? If I was rating Hail Caesar, I would rate it a meh. All right. It had some very very good stuff in it. I like the whole sort of cinema noir feel it had with yep. the with the James Brolin, and I like that he was. You know, they didn't shy away from the fact that he was a man's man in that era, and they didn't. <coughs> it was, uh, it was good. It yeah. was good. I loved it. Wasn't it. Great. I gave it. A, I would give it a Mondo. Mondo. Yeah, I, I freaking it, love this movie. I will say this. I believe it's probably the best performance that George Clooney's ever given. I. It's I up mean there. That. It's up there. He is so good in it. Yeah, he's really good in this. Yeah. Actually, his whole acting arc for lack of a better word is when he did the one when he was in Hawaii to me it was like he's oh, his yeah, light bulb just yeah. came on and that, that guy was, can he's, act he's very he was he was too. the same character in every movie for the last whatever yeah. ER movies he was in ER but that, ER but <clears throat> but then he he made that movie yeah. and it was like I forget what it was called Sendies or something or I can't remember it was so good it was so it was good and he was he was great in it and yeah. I was like okay this guy can act he can't just play oh, one yeah. character but so yeah. okay, there did you get, end up seeing this one? No, or I didn't no? have time. All right, I have you actually it. seen it? No, I heard about it when it first came out. It looked like it'd be kind of fun because it's poking fun at Hollywood and stuff, which I liked. Yeah, it which did it did, it. and it did a good job of it. I looked it for it, it, and I thought I found it on um, Tubi. Realized that mm. there's a similar movie, same called name. Hail Caesar. Yeah, with Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr. Oh God, that sounds from terrible. Earlier, wow, so, not the same movie. I'll have to check that out. If it was in the dare bag, that would have been the one that would have, been, <laughs> would have been the one yeah. to see. So, so do, uh, do, do you want a rematch or you want new people? Oh, uh, well, it depends on what you're going to do as a rematch. Well, but uh, what has to be said first is, is there anything Channing Tatum can't do? I don't know. I, Same? I, 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 I started to have a crush on Channing Tatum seeing his his um, dramatic acting. But I think I'm full out in love with Channing Tatum now. Okay. I'm a Tatumite. That's Tatum. fine. Did you not think he was brilliant in this? He was okay. He was awesome. He, was he can fun. dance. He can sing. Yeah, he can dance and sing. He's awesome. Uh, I don't want. I don't want another Swinton, uh, McDormand. Okay. Let's do something else. All right. On my backup is North Country. North Country. Doesn't that have what's her head it in it? It has McDormand, and it has yeah, it has Charlie Theron, but she's not on our list. Ugh. Nope. Uh, it's got. I don't want to watch North Country. Richard Jenkins. Oh, he is on our list, is he not? We're watching it. Yeah. So there you go. Okay, it's called what? North Country? North Country? I actually remember it being an okay movie. It was movie. good. Charlize Theron, yeah. she plays yeah. a woman minor, and there's some kind of sexual harassment suit or something. Yeah. I think she won an Oscar for it. Uh, I don't Jeremy Renner's in it too. She didn't win an Oscar for it. She was nominated then. She may have been. Sean Bean's possible. in it. Woody Harrelson. But the yeah, important thing is, is it's McDormand versus Jenkins. That's, 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 oh, jeez. Yeah. 
You that's guys rough. wanted McDormand as the queen, so that's what happened. She's well, I'm on board. She she has never let me down ever, so I'm not worried about her. All right. Although Jenkins has never let me down yet either, no, so we're going to see who lets me down more. Good. All right. Good Fine. play. Good play, Mur. Well, North Country. It's not very funny. I'll, uh, I'll tell no, you that. Eh, whatever. And it's only two hours and six minutes. Did I? Oh. Did I say? Did I say uh, comedies are my favorite movies? No, I did not. It's, it's, I'm just telling you, it's not funny. It's to be. If you're going into North Country thinking you're going to be laughing your ass off, you, you're mistaken. It's not happening. Well, I'm pretty sure no, that monster movie wasn't funny either. What? The one that she won an Oscar for. Put a oh, serial monster. killer. Yeah. That one wasn't funny either. No, but you know what? She can do anything. Right. Comedy, walking around doing nothing for a whole movie. Now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. There's nothing she can't do. That's true. Nothing Shakespeare. She did Shakespeare, Shakespeare recently. All right. What else are we talking about? Anything? I think that's it for. We didn't uh, have anybody. Was Paul there someone? Walter Hauser. What's that? What did we? Wasn't he in a movie? I don't, I don't know who that is. Paul Walter Hauser? That's what's on the list. Says. Oh, it says. yes. I don't I, know who he is. I, I don't know who he is. He's an actor. He's an sure. actor. What's and he in? What's he in? I think, I absolutely think he's mesmerizing. I also think he's mesmerizing. I know who he was, maybe. Okay, well, let me tell you the things he's been in, Mur. He was in that uh, Clint Eastwood movie. That narrows it down. He was in, in late. He's currently in Blackbird, which I watched both episodes of that, which is, uh, he was in Cruella, if you saw Cruella recently. He was in Eat Wheaties. In fact, you okay. remember him in Eat Wheaties. I think he, he was, was the lawyer. lawyer. Uh, doesn't narrow it down. Me yep. Either. He was in <laughs> The Five Bloods. I see a lot of movies. Uh, he was in Richard Jewell, where he was. Richard Jewell, he was that's a, the one. He that's was a Jewell. Richard Jewell's the one about the bombing. He's a big guy. Yeah. Yes. With a beard. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's all right. I, Tanya. I, Tanya, I've seen that one. Yep. He's funny. I think it's almost unanimous. Are you are you saying a, are you like cock blocking it, Paul Walter like, Hauser? I've seen like two of his movies, so I can't really say. say so you're going to abstain I, until you've seen more, I, is what I'm hearing. You go ahead and put he's him on. G- well, he can be removed when you see a movie, and he doesn't mesmerize you. Because our list isn't long enough already. Let's no, but you, sometimes when you when you see it, you got to still call it. All right. We have to try twice as hard to remove two more people now. Yes. <laughs> Right then, I'm excited. You're always excited. Excited about everything. Uh, this just in: last week on Rage or Dare, Jim actually cried like a baby with a diaper rash, fearing Bryce's tasty bag, and opted for the listener's dare bag instead. And then he threw a temper tantrum when he was dared to watch the film. Highlander Endgame. In further news, this week both of the babies will climb out of their cribs and choose a refreshing treat from the merman's ice cream bucket of rage. Moving on to sports, will Jim receive a rage TKO from Christopher Lambert's final performance as Connor McLeod, or will he win the belt of Mondo? Who are we kidding? There can be only one round before there's a rage knockout. How'd you get Richard Nixon? That's not. It's Walter Cronkite. God, like God, it's it's Walter Cronkite. Like he came back from the dead. Sure. 
Oh God! For my time. What? Walter Cronkite was alive when you've been alive. Yeah, I've been, it wasn't relevant when I was growing up. Harry was pretty relevant all the time. I can't do it as good as Casey, obviously. So, truth be told, I had never saw or seen this film oh. ever before. I saw it in the theater. I remember Highlander two years ago when it came out and was so enraged i said no chrissy lambert jimmy's not playing that game no more this one had adrian paul yeah so what a surprise to see someone or some people paid to make this film and even more surprising to me was someone paid to make other films in a tv series and soon to be a reboot yes this is the world we live in. Because for a franchise that peaked and then quickly declined after the first film, it appears that this just continued to get progressively worse every single time. Remember last week, Bryce, when we said there was hope for the future of cinema? Mm. A reboot of Highlander, my friend. Reboot of Highlander. Reboot in Highlander. I, I don't know. I, I'm a, it's probably Taka Watini. <laughs> probably. Taka! So, so we start with a conversation between Lambert and Adrian Paul, as Murray had so generously reminded me, that is quite possibly the worst written and acted scene that has ever been put into a movie. Wow. That has ever been made. And trust me when I say I've seen Frank D'Angelo movies, so I know how bad acting can be. And then that was followed by an entire movie of the worst acting and dialogue I've ever seen. I wasn't sure what or why anything was happening because I forgot what happened from the second film. Last I remember, there could be only one, but then there was a second one. Right, Bryce? I have no idea. Didn't you? I mean, you saw the second one recently. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I did. I don't know. So, why is there more than one? I don't know there is more than one, but they had to kill each other to get power. Well, no, but the the in there's, the first one there can this, only be one, and then no. he was the one, and well, no. he flew off like Neo in the Matrix, and no, that was the end. The should have been the end of the series. Wasn't Connery also one? Well, that's what I don't remember. What happened in two? No, the first Did one. Did he? I think Sean Connery was also. I have no idea what happened in two. There's more than one Highlander. You were the most recent person to I see know, it. I know. I just saw it like last. I don't know, and you're blocking year? it out, blocking it out. I honestly, don't. I don't remember it at all. What well, I remember from the TV show. I remember it? Sean. Well, Sean Connery was in it. First one. I hope not. I, he probably. was in the second one, wasn't he? Well, I remember the first one. Yeah, I think he was in yeah, the second one. Was, yeah, that's all. I okay. Remember. Well, anyway, not because apparently none of us can understand why there can be only one, but now there's more than one. Lucky for me, though, they kind of um, went back and did a franchise montage. Oh, good. back to Scotland to prove. They had a second shooting location, but not back to his first wife, but to see what happened to his mom, who really kind of looked like his sister. The one thing that was new in this from the other films in the franchise was, Uh maybe I already hinted at this, is that every single line of dialogue in this that was spoken was almost like it was written in English, and then all the actors could not read or speak English, so they basically read cue cards in phonetics of their original language because they were so god-awfully delivered. Mm. I've never seen dialogue presented in a way that seemed so unnatural. Okay, 
Now, where was I? Oh, yeah. They got back in time to kill his mom. And for what reason, I still don't know. But it kind of had a random foreshadowing thing of an arc for his villain from the first iteration of the franchise. But although I think he has a new arch villain in every franchise, so I was confused also by that. But then they came back to the present and a motorcycle gang led by a Kung Fu dude. And I think in Immortal, that isn't the only one, kills some monks and beheads some of the other mortal monk dudes. And some Tai Chi happens. And then some watcher cop people clean up the dead bodies and then now i'm like super confused as to what's happening or why and then i remember it oh yeah don't worry jim it's just a movie so it was at this time that i realized everything in the first film was bunk because apparently everything and everyone from every other movie since now everybody's just an immortal and they run around trying to kill each other then they do so many memory flashback montages that are actually legally allowed to put into a movie. And then I still don't have any idea other than Connor McCloud is sought after to kill by some dude or dudes and a motorcycle from the past and his brother, son, namesake friend with the last last name are hunting for him. But the arch villain took a few hundred years to decide that he needed to find him, which I also didn't understand. But then there was an attempt at humor in the movie. Uh-huh. Please note that the word attempt is apparently the word best to describe the humor that they tried to impact to us. And it kind of felt a little out of place because so far, the only thing that was funny was how bad it was. So basically everything's confusing and badly written. And one thing that confused me the most is why Duncan McLeod, who I still never figured out who he was and how he was related to Connor McLeod, had a different accent in every single memory flashback montage. He was Scottish, he was British, he was American, or maybe a combination of all of I couldn't, I couldn't tell. Basically this movie was just a bunch of immortal battle scenes inserted into memory flashback montages, running into Connor McLeod with bad guys versus other somewhat bad guys, but then, there was monks with a motorcycle gang and then longshoremen with conquistadors and some other science dudes. And then they, Connor McLeod comes back near the end and then everyone is looking for Connor for some reason. And then there can only be one word to rule them all. And in the darkness of memory flashback montages bind them. And that one word is rage. I have no idea what you just said to me. I uh, I know, and that's but, what I felt the entire I don't movie. Know. I knew he died from heat stroke. That's listening to him. That's that's literally how I felt the entire movie. It ended, and I instantly scrubbed myself of the filth of this awfulness for hours and hours. So much scrubbing, my flesh was raw. So raw, it is now like a scorched tattoo of what is probably one of the worst movies I have ever seen in my life. I don't want to be rash here. Oh wait, I am rashed here. Yes, this movie was truly horrible. And the only one good thing in it yes. was Connor McCloud was beheaded. <laughs> so we never have to see Christopher Lambert in another one of these movies as a Scotsman French person. And yeah, this, this is just, I can't believe they're doing a reboot. That's my, that's my thoughts. Hopefully the reboot is like all of them and like squished all the stories into one. So they only have to make one movie. Maybe they just have to continue. They make flashback montages in it. This or 
maybe the funding will fall through and they just can't finish the film. That'd be good too. But you know, I think there's a big actor who's oh no, who's who's actually supposed to be doing it. Is it uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? No, he's actually physically bigger. It's oh. hard. It's uh, Henry Cavill. Oh, is he doing that? He's rumored to be in it. He's rumored to be in it. That's right. He played The Witcher. It's basically the same character. Yeah. So it's probably going to be a Netflix. All right, so he's really movie. So going, it should be going outside of his comfort zone there. <laughs> well, they fired him from being Superman, so he had to do something. He had to be The Witcher. That's right. And Maybe now, Connor McCloud 2.0. Apparently. I might see it. I like him. <sighs> and I actually didn't mind the TV show. There was a TV show? Yes. Adrian Paul, was. the guy in, in The, the guy in this one. That's where he's from. He's from the TV show. They had show. to put him in it, so it made it tied it to the... Pretty they, sure they kind of MCU'd it. Pretty sure it was Canadian. Probably the only reason why I watched it, because it was produced in Canada, and it was on TV all the time. Well, let's see what's in your juicy bag of ice creamy goodness. I've got to wash the taste of that movie out of my charred flesh. I, I, it, it's very close to getting the worst movie I've ever seen. Mm. All right. Ready for this? I'm sure. ready. Here you go. I'll let you read it. All right. The movie that we just chose from Murray's Ice Cream Bucket is the 2005 superhero classic, Electra. Electra. <laughs> nice. I was waiting for you guys to pull that one out. Oh, nasty. You know how much you love your superhero movies. Electra. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I seem to remember Although Jennifer Garner being in this. On the plus side, I don't yeah. think Ben Affleck's in it. Okay. He probably makes a cameo. As, Maybe. As, what's that character he did? The, the blind Dare, dude. Daredevil. Daredevil. So the, the Chicago Reader says that Electra is a sleek action adventure. It is. And a confusing one, too. Oh, and we've got the Baltimore Sun proclaims Garner electrifies. Wow, that's clever. That's, wow. Yeah. This sounds great. It sounds electrifying. Sounds pretty good. (laughs) You know what? I like superhero movies, and this one just, I don't know. Wow, then maybe we'll like it. (laughs) It's got some good actors in it. Oh, yeah, not... Sure does. It's got Terrence Stamp in it for crying out loud. Well, there you go. It's probably going to be fantastic. Well, you guys enjoy it. All right, Ragers. Enough talking about Electra. We're going to be having to watch that in 30-degree weather here coming up. That's right. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks, Extended Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks again to Casey and the Nerdy Photographer for the voice of Rage or Dare. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Red Bubble and Tea Tea Public. Mm. We're always wanting to make this a raging blast for our listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us an email to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare to see terrible movies, fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please stop making Disney movies for superheroes and make us rage. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on. <laughs>